Okay, so it's been quite a while actually since we last spoke about something. Mm. And so we're back again, this time with uh, with Mum, Alison is here as well, and actually my, my middle brother as well, James, is here this time. Middle brother? Middle brother. <laughs> and of course, got uh, Jean and Paul, my, my grandparents. So, I've got some notes this time, so it might be a bit more disjointed than usual. But um, there's, there's the uh, story of... Who was it? Who had the, who had the motorbikes, basically? Well, that was my father. Yeah. So that was your your great grandfather, um, and he did the uh, cross country in in Dorset and on on two hills away from the farm where we lived. Which one side was Wind Green and the other side was the Spread Eagle, and Spread Eagle was the one for the um, not Wind Green, the zigzag. Zigzag. Yes, I tell you about. It's not the best time of day for me. Uh, that. No, wing-green, wing that's right. Um, so they used to race to the top and whatnot. And the name of the chap that he would dip all the great house, I believe it was Sir Malcolm Campbell that uh, did the most of it. Anyway, and Dad did, did that a lot in it when he was young. And he was the one that won the... Um, the, the gold shield. So he had, when I was about nine, ten, he had one signet ring made for me and kept the other shield in, in case he had a granddaughter, which he did. Unfortunately, Mum's had hers stolen in the, whole, in, in the burglary, didn't you? So um, you haven't got yours, but you had it at about the same age. Yeah, I was ten as well. Yours, yeah. but, uh, they always had a motorbike and when he met up with um, or what was Granny Drew, um, Ivy, he uh, they used to go out on the back of their. They didn't have a car, obviously, in those days, um, and so they went everywhere on a motorbike. Didn't Uncle Percy have one as well? No, Uncle, but Uncle Reg have a motorbike. Uh, Uncle well. Reg, yes, that was John. That was cousin John's father. He he had a, a motorbike, but he um, he was the one that. Um, um, went and worked in a grocery firm in Wiltshire. It was on the edge of Salisbury Plain. Here again, the name is just evading me a moment. But he had the the bad accident, which is why he had that. With he had a weathered arm, and he had a. In those days, they didn't have a lot of things. He had a uh, a lot of ideas, so they uh, uh, put a drip in his arm. But he, he was in hospital for weeks, months, and that's how he came to meet his wife, which was Auntie Edie. Uh, but his, he managed, but he, but his arm was always like this, it wasn't very usable. But then, of course, they took her, they uh, took the Rose Cottage guest house and then, a, then another hotel in Sidmouth, and he always did the, um, she did the cooking, but he always, did all the serving up and mm. could could work the uh, that uh, business with his one arm. Mm. But as a child, I remember him because we used to go to Rose Cottage because it's in Sidmouth when I went to stay with Granny and Granddad Drew. Um, and I always remember to this day what they had done to his arm was he had a piece of metal strapped mm. to keep his hands out straight. And as a child, I was scared because he had a metal arm. Mm. Because I couldn't work out, obviously I can now, I couldn't work out what, why he had this slightly, to me, 
unusual, I wouldn't have called it deformed, unusual hand that had this piece of metal that kept his hand out straight, otherwise it would have oh, lost. No, it was here. Oh, right. But it stopped his hand from, obviously, his muscles had all gone, yeah. and it would have clawed, now I realise, but I was always, because he used to always do the vegetables. He always used to be out in the back, mm. and he did all the vegetables. He prepped um, um, everything um, ready for Auntie Edie to, to cook. She was a very good cook, mm. um, and... Um, and he used to go there for tea when I was when I was younger. We used to go there for tea, and um, they had a, a lovely garden. And this is before um, French windows were a big thing. We all have them now, but it wasn't so much in there. And they were metal. Looking back, but you could open them out from this room. It was like the lounge area, as I remember it. And on a night, we, I always went in the summer to stay, so she used to open them out and then we could go out into the garden. And that, that to me, was very modern mm -hmm. or different because I'd never lived in a house with French windows that did that. Mm -hmm. and I she, forgot, I'd forgotten the French windows, actually. Yes, because she used to open them before we went round the day, and then I could run out into the garden. Um, and so, yeah, Auntie Edie, she was a lovely... Yeah, she was always always very welcome. That was very nice yeah. person. Yeah. And to me, she was so much easier to get on with than my own mother. And as John said only recently, um, my mother always wanted a girl. Um, and you were the girl that she didn't have. Because um, she only had John. Yeah, they were a lovely couple. Mm. Yes, <clears throat> they made, when um, you took me down the first time <coughs> to Sidmouth, they made me extraordinarily welcome, yes. Yeah, she was very welcoming. Mm. And, as you say, a very good cook. Mm. And we always had a nice... Well, Granny Drew wasn't a bad cook when it came to... wouldn't say that. She always made cakes and everything. But Auntie Edie just did something different. I don't yeah, know what well, Mum liked sort of the meat and two veg. Yes, <coughs> yes, yes. Which was yes. what you had in those days. But, but yes. Aunt Edie always did something slightly different. Or she'd do scones for tea, or, you know, just when you went there, just something different than bread and butter and jam. It, it was just different. She had a style. She, she was a nurse. She yes. had a That's how they came. Yes. Obviously, she nursed him in this hospital where he was with his arms. Mm. So, like the kind of motorbikes they drove. What what era was this? What years were this? This would have been. Um, when did well, they marry? They've been the nineteen thirties. Nineteen thirties. Nineteen thirties. Nineteen twenties. Nineteen thirties. It was a triumph, wasn't it, that you had? Mm -hmm. It was a triumph, wasn't it, that Granddad had? A triumph bike. The pictures. Oh no, I thought you meant when yeah, I was yeah. No, but when. Um, BS, when um, granddad drove, um, wasn't it? Was it a BSA? Not a oh, grand. Yes. What did they have? They did have triumph. They had a yeah. triumph in the end. But what did they always have? Yeah, well, the, we the bicycle. Well, we had straight after the war because we had the new, very modern, uh, Morris Oxford in that ball shape. Um, was it somebody is a goni? Um, I did those cars for Morris. They were the most modern one that came out after the war, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, with a big bench seat and the and the um, 
Paul knows. Uh, and the gear handle yeah. on the dashboard. dashboard. On the dashboard, you know, the yeah, French that, did that. that. Hmm. So I was hmm. 17. Hmm. Well, um, when I took my test on, yeah. I, I learned to drive on that. But, but I think... But, but you've before got then, the, they had an old Austin and... Yeah, but I think yeah. you've got some. You have got some old small photos of the note motorbikes, haven't you, of Grandad? Oh, 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 yes, 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 probably yes. I yes. have. Yes. I, I thought the the one the one thing that we have still got. Well, I think you still got is the gloves. Oh, they were Auntie Eve. Oh, they were well, Auntie Eve's, but oh, they're they motorbike gloves with oh. the great big. They come right up to here and splay out. Yeah, I don't they? remember seeing any of Dad's like. No, yeah. but, so up to her elbows. Yeah, yeah, sort of up to here. Like big, the greaves, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, um, the, we ha I have I have seen a picture of well, that might I'm sure there is a little black and white picture. Of them with their bikes, mm. him and him and Reg, Grandad and Reg. Oh, I don't remember. I don't in, remember Uncle Reg, but no. Uncle no. Reg. Oh, well, I remember somebody with their bike in one of those little photos. I'm sure we've seen. Yeah, well, it would be Dad and then yeah. Mum on the back. Or right. Yeah. yeah, so in a box home. Oh. I've sorted them out last year, but. Um, so this was back in the 30s. Mm -hmm. So they'd had leather helmets, mm -hmm. if anything. And so well, yeah, and I don't know that they didn't have the helmets in the same way, did they, in, the, in those days, I don't yeah. know. And goggles. Um, in the goggles, mm. yeah. And then racing off-road bikes in that era is was quite an extreme thing to do, really. Mm. Was, <laughs> uh, yes, Greg, when, if you met Grandad, um, as I did at my age and his age at that time, um, he didn't give the the impression that um, he had um, what can I say that type of spirit uh, of of competition. Um, oh, I know. And then know. when you come to think of it, the way he developed his business um, that did show because he got such a high standard that almost he was competing with himself um, to achieve um, the high quality uh, product. He was the brightest produced. one of the family. He was the only one who went to the grammar school. The others, um, they went, they had to be paid for though, because they, he, he um, they didn't have an 11 plus, but they, they did have a school entrance thing for the, uh, grammar schools, and he, Dad was the only one of his brothers. Did Auntie Flo first? Where did Auntie Flo? Oh, the go? girls did. Uh, yes, Auntie Flo and Auntie Kathleen. Auntie Flo and Auntie Kathleen. Auntie Flo and Auntie Kathleen. No, he, Dad was the brightest of the family, really. Mm. Yeah. Although he was the one, of course, who stayed home and worked on the farm with his dad, and mm. then. Yes. Good over it. Yeah. So the next thing I've got on here is uh, who's crazy Auntie Eva? <laughs> oh, well. oh well, that has um, to be his son, oh, yes, that, not mine. That, <laughs> the, 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 Eva was a whore. She was my 
So Dad's sister. That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, it's not only me. I thought you said that. Just don't hear what you say. It said Eva was a whore. Yes, it's a whore. <laughs> yeah, but it came out as a whore. The number of times I was called that as a student nurse, the number of yeah. times, because it was only a surname, you were ever shouted down the wall, they, we didn't have a first name. The yeah. number of times but you always to... have to spell hall for yes. some reason. Or say it very, say it bizarre, but they never put an L on it, believe you me. The number of times I used to go, could you just go, no, but they didn't. No, right. So, yes, but Aunt Eva, no, she was also, she, she, so she was a whole uh, well, she, she was mm. another one who had the motorbike. Mm. Yes, now <laughs> she was an interesting lady, <coughs> quite seriously. Um, she was born in um, 1904, my father was born in 1907, and um, she was very much like her father, larger than life, big man, um, in all sorts of ways, whereas my father was like his mum, a, a slight, much more genteel person. She trained to become a nurse and became a nurse and ended up at the Heaventry Hospital in Exeter as a sister. When she left there she um, went doing um, agency work so private in those privately uh, working for families and going to look after people in their homes and one of the places that um, um, she went to was um, Sidmouth and quite often um, because I presume set up there was quite a quite a few elderly people um, she that was a, a, a good place to for her to find the jobs now as a schoolboy one of my um, duties was um, to meet my aunt and I can always remember having to go up to Heavitree Hospital and visit her there um, in the hospital because she wanted to show me um, where she was. Now for anybody that is younger than I they know what a barrack room looks like. It's long, it has beds both sides, it, the beds are made of iron, there's individuals laid on them and it's very, very regimental and the floor is polished clean. And she ran that type of outfit as her sister. It was called the Nightingale Waltz from the Crimea. To me, it was frightening. I, uh, that's all I can say. Now, also, of course, I was still a young man, still at school, when she went on this, left the hospital, and she was doing this nursing of people in their own homes. And she would be quite likely in Sidmouth. And I would then get on the Devon General 
bus from Port St Paul Street in Exeter, having got the bus up to there from where we live down in Orphington, and take it to Sidmouth and meet my aunt there. And there's a if anybody wants to know what Sidmouth's like, it's got a very long promenade which you walk along with sea one side and all the shops and hotels the other side. And there is one on the corner, oh, a restaurant. Cafe, cafe, yeah. It's still there. Which is still it's there. Old. The name won't come. But my aunt was a little larger than life. She could be most embarrassing to a young man. But on this occasion, she had a very large green hat. And walking along the promenade, there are birds flying around. Seagulls. And they're seagulls. And they have a habit of sending down deposits. And Deliberately to upset me, one of them landed on her hat, this deposit. Now, that was prior to going into the restaurant. And when we got into the restaurant, the whole of the restaurant had to learn about the seagull that had pooed, but she didn't use the word poo, on her hat. That was Auntie Eva. The other one very quickly about Auntie Eva was when we took her out to a restaurant, Jean and I, okay. and we're queuing. That was Christmas. It was at a Christmas time. And at a Carvery. At a Carvery, so we were queuing. And she, at that precise moment, took the opportunity to explain to us how you laid out a body. <laughs> we were much older people at that time. I think we coped quite well. How I, the I people around us coped, were you, we no, never knew. I remember knew. you phoning me up and telling you about this awful lunch you just had with me. What you mean, laid out a body? Well, because she was a nurse, we, we lay out bodies. Out bodies. No, there were certain ways. They die. Yeah, dead body. Yeah, dead body. But um, it well it is. Um, but uh, her when... voice wasn't quiet. No, no. And she was stood <laughs> behind, stood behind me, and in my ear. God, everybody was looking at her. That I can remember one thing. This cotton, 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 cotton wool is stuffed in between their gums <laughs> and their teeth. <laughs> Keep them smiling. Yeah. But uh, yes, it gives. Yeah. We, we 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 don't do it anymore. But we we used, used to be creepy. done. But um, but the the other thing about um Auntie Eva was she obviously came to um you Dad and I's wedding, um and um by which time sadly Granny Hall had oh, passed yes. away, so um there was Granddad Hall and her, his sister there, and. At that on that occasion, she came in a coffee-coloured coat, which was absolutely fine, and also a very big hat. And on which this big hat had a whole bowl of fruit. 
artificial fruit, <laughs> but they were all round the hat. Why have I never heard of this person? And um, and um, I remember looking at her when when we were coming in, and thinking she's got a fruit bowl on her head. And when she walked past me in my wedding dress, up there, um, I, my hat didn't have fruit all round it; just well. had flowers. Um, and thinking, oh, different. <laughs> That's Eva. Um, and, and so, yes, I can't remember. She was also at... Um, she also... Oh, yes, she re, she redid us the favour at Marcus's christening at Fursley. She, oh. she redid us the favour so, of wearing the same hat. Oh, I don't remember. I do, because there's a picture of us all outside Fursley Mill. Um, because although we were christened in the April, it was actually a nice day. And we were all out in, out in the front of... Thursday meal where we had those oh, tables. She came with granddad, didn't she? Yes, yeah. yeah, she came with granddad again um, with that, mm. and she did a, the, the hat had a returned outing. Oh, I can't remember. That. I, I remember because I had a I had a great big hat on for his your christening actually, a mm. big green hat for your christening, which was, I mean, I, it, which I like. Had fruit there? No, that didn't no. have fruit. In it, no, I don't go for fruit. No. Um, but yeah, she did. A, we had a, a returned outing of of said of said hat. Um, but yeah, but Auntie Eva also, you, uh, Marcus won't remember, but she was 90 years old when you were one. Yeah, I was going to say, mm. you went to her 90th. When did, yes. she, when did she die? That was the day after. What was it, the day after? Oh, it was... Oh, your dad... It was Jack's funeral. Jack's funeral. funeral. It was the day after Jack's funeral. Yes, your dad's funeral. Granddad's funeral. Um, we were all down there, and, and then, of course, I stayed with, with Olga. Mm. So... Granny. Yeah. Well, the rest of the family went to Crediton or where it was yeah. to, to, to see Auntie Eva on her 90th mm -hmm. birthday. I got out of that. So <coughs> I had to look out. I just looked after your granny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In a place called, and I'll tell you the inn, the place was Seal Morocorum. Oh, that's right, yeah. Which is a, a lovely name Mid for a, a little tiny Devon place villages. in Devon. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but she didn't live there when we went when she was 90. She lived in Crediton. Didn't she? No, she mm. lived in Crediton mm. then. Has she meant to go? Yes, yes. Oh, to because if, yeah, that was before. Yeah, well, that was before. No, it's a Because yes, that bungalow. In yes, it's yes, Crediton, and because she had the lodger. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, oh yes, Harrington. Yes. yes. She had the lodger. Yeah, for some yes. reason, we were talking about him the other day, weren't we? Yeah. But, uh, but yes, because you if you remember your mum, when after... Granny yes. Hall had had the stroke and her, her mind wasn't quite as it should be. Um, she had vascular dementia, although it was never obviously diagnosed, but it was vascular dementia, um, following the stroke. Took it upon herself to manage to get out of the um, bungalow they lived in in Exeter and find her way up to the bus station. Took a bus. Took a bus. That would be amazing. She'd never done she it never, She'd never done this in her and life. And she didn't get on with either, no. either. And got up to the bus station in Exeter, only very fortunately to be one of her neighbours around where she lived in when they lived in Solar Crescent, um, to say, oh, Mrs Hall, where are you off to today? She said, oh, I'm going to catch a bus to Crediton to see my sister-in-law, Eva. And they said, oh, does Arthur know about that? And and so perhaps you better go back. And very fortunately, they took her back um, to, to, um, to, to Grandad, who would have been... I mean, 
how and why she ever no, took upon herself to do they that. They never got on. No, they were chalk and cheese. Oh, they were. Absolute chalk and cheese, completely. Um, and, yeah, obviously something just, whatever was in going through Granny's mind that day. But the thing is, the, the irony was to all of that, was she wouldn't let Grandad out of her sight. And yet, for some reason, she's done one day, Grandad had gone to the bathroom, and she decided to get out the front door. Mm. And, really? you know, why and where, where that, ever, that ever came from. But, you know, um, yeah, but prior, prior to that and after that, that was part of the problem, was Granny would never let him out of her sight, and, it, and whenever he moved, she wanted to know where he was. And he only had a small bungalow, mind you. Um, but um, but yes, but yeah, Eva was Eva was a character, and I remember when I um, when I went to do my nurse training, you go for an interview, and in those days they ask you why you want to be a nurse, um, and then they ask you, you know, what other members of your family are nurses, and they said, was your mother a nurse? No. Was your grand a nurse? No. Was anybody in family? I said, well, actually, I had an old great aunt that was a nurse. <laughs> and they looked at me, and the, the lady that actually interviewed me had the same persona, bearing in mind she would have been not quite the same era, but a very close to the era of Aunt Eva. Um, she had the same persona as her. And I just looked at her and I thought, well, you're Aunt Eva incarnate there. And she said, oh, well, she's, that's a bit tenuous, isn't it? And I sort of looked at her and went, Probably. <laughs> I don't know whether it was that. I mean, you... you, you it was nothing it, to do with it. Even never talked... No, 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 But you no. said right from about... Ten. Ten. Well, you know why? Because Grandad his hip replacement done when I was ten. In the RD&E. Um, that was it. I, we went... It was the first time I had ever been into a hospital. Was We had early Christmas, because Grandad was going to have his hip... He had his hip done over Christmas... And I can still remember to this day, this is how fixed, sort of things fix in your mind, I had this this little pinafore dress um, that was done in like fake leather um, pinafore dress and it was a bluey grey one I had and I had, li- and I had little t- a little long sleeve t-shirt underneath it and then these little shoes and I thought I was the bee's knees obviously at 10 and I remember I had this for Christmas uh, or I, ha- I had this to wear just before Christmas, and we had we did an uh, early Christmas, and then we went in to see um, Grandad when he'd had his hip replacement done in the RD and E in Exeter, and it was a it was a nice day, and they had again it all comes back to windows and doors in the hospital. They had long windows, and some doors had opened out onto a grass area, um, and the nurse that was on that day was um, said, oh, do you want to come outside then? Because well, I'd done the hello, Grandad, how are you? And he was, hello, I'm fine, sort of thing. Um, and and I remember her chatting um, to me and taking me outside and walking around. And she looked like uh, a nurse should look like because she had her starched apron on, she had her cap on. You know, she looked like Florence Nightingale to all, to all intents and purposes to me. And and that's my memory. I was oh, exactly yeah, ten. I I remember. I I can I can't remember her name or anything. Even if she told it to me. But 
I can see her now, and I can remember going outside from that ward. But I could never think why you wanted to be a nurse. Can I just bring in there, because it's uh, uh, something outside the family, but important in history, that my dad had his hip done by Durban in Exeter Orthopaedic Hospital, who was at that time the leading person almost in the world on hip um, operations, with his registrar chap called Ling, having successfully treated my father, who had been in considerable discomfort with, with the thing, that he could walk again. Because he had damaged the other hip, because he'd been walking so badly because of the one that hurt, um, they then said six months later, oh, well, Mr Hall, we'll, we'll do the other one. Now, when he had it done by Durban, he, he kept him in bed uh, with exercise, but in bed for about a week. Ling, when he did it six months later, um, he then had him up right away d doing exercises. So he wasn't in bed very long at all. Um, and the end result was that on the Five fours of twenty. Twentieth, yes, on the fifth, on on the fifth anniversary of his every five years of having his hip measured and checked, because it was so successful that that's what they they followed everybody up. Um, he died just before. The, the last uh, uh, inspector time from the hospital to have the measurements taken and so forth. It was our most successful because he could do everything a man could do after both hips having been done. But Grandad Hall was of the era when they looked at the different types of hips and cups because there is metal oh. and there is then synthetic. Grandad had one hip, was, which was the old one, which was metal on metal. Durban. And the second one was metal on a synthetic. Lee. Yeah. And because of that was another reason why he was followed up all the time, just to see what wear there would be in the different types of hips. And from not from what Grandad had done, but from that pioneering surgery that they did then, means now that people can have both hips done at the same time. Whereas before, um, Grandad, well, before that era, when I was in the 70s, you had one hip done and you waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And then they might consider doing your other hip, but it was unheard of to do two hips quickly because they felt that you'd have two, two artificial joints that might not be stable. Um, because years ago when they did hip, replacements they could um um the words come for me now slip out yes yeah Dis thank you dislocate you could dislocate the hip um and it still wasn't unheard of in the 80s to for somebody to be able to dislocate a replacement a replacement hip and also it was the different ways of the different types of cement they used to put down the shafts they were changing in in the 70s um and then on in in the 80s Cool. So then, I apologise for 
putting that one in because it's no. just slightly yeah. outside. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we can do. I think got one more thing from my list that we can mm-hmm. cover today. It's not very timely anymore, but it was timely when I wrote it down. Which is, um, what's your memories of the Queen's coronation? Because we've oh, recently yeah, had the King's coronation. Yeah, well, from our, from uh, my point of view, that was we didn't all have. Um, obviously, we didn't have all televisions in those days, so it was a big thing. So we went to the town hall in in Shaftesbury because they had a television screen and so so we actually saw it that was about the first big certainly the biggest event that we actually saw on television so what I I would be in 1953 wasn't it it's um I was oh but 16 so um I might have been a bit younger. Because prior to that, we'd only listened to things on the wireless. Because um, yeah. had the Queen's father had anything televised, and he was the first one to do a radio broadcast, wasn't he? King George VI. But yeah, had he so ever been I'm televised? I'm trying to think, which, which it must have been. You see, I was born in 1937. I think it was the Queen's father's coronation that we listened to on, on radio. Because mm-hmm. I can remember... Um, this auntie Edie, uh, she was up at the farm, and we sat, we sat in the back in the big armchair and um, listened to it on radio. So that would, but yeah. no, we didn't have television. But, but yeah. I don't think he, did he. I don't think George VI did anything televised. Not that I. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was it was the, one of the very first things was obviously the Queen's wedding in nineteen forty seven. Yes. Forty seven. I'm going to say that was televised. I think that was. I don't know whether George the Sixth um, well, funeral. Well, that was when I was ten. Yeah. Was was George the Sixth's funeral televised or not when her father died? I I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't well, I know. Honestly, can't remember. I can um Churchill's. Winston Churchill's um, funeral was televised. Yes. But that was after the Queen became... That was her first Prime Minister. Yeah. And so we'd had a few black and white... I was just going back to George VI. I didn't know whether... He was the first one that started radio. I think George V, George VI started the radio. I think they are, yeah. I don't know whether he did anything. I mean, it probably was televised, but not not the masses didn't have television, Mm. you know. Or we all got together. We used to... um, Uncle Percy, which was Dad's younger brother, they lived in Bournemouth, and they were the first to have um, television in the family. And we went, I remember we went down there from the farm to uh, to Bournemouth, it was quite a way really, to watch something special on television. And I can't think what it was now. But, you know, you didn't, so it's it quite... Because what about you, Dad? When, when did... Well, I think I was at school at that time. I suppose you would have been, yeah. I think I was at at school. I would think we definitely... There was no televisions at school at all. Um, and um, I would think um, we had a day off, which we're all very pleased with. Um, but I cannot, to be honest, have any thoughts or memories of that at all. Um, when you think of that fact, it does reveal the fact that in those days, the only 
sense that you had to record these things was by listening. Now it's with listening yeah, well, and well, looking. But um, you were 19. If I was 16 in 1953, you were 19. You'd left school. And where were you? I don't know. Were you? It's obviously one memorable. Well, no. was, I, was, I, was I was getting confused about that because mm. I was out of the school. I was abroad. Yeah. 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 I'm in my second year. Second year of what? National service. Of course. So you were you were abroad then? Oh, right. That so that's most probably why. Because you don't remember. Oh. We, we were talking about the coronation um, yeah. after this. Well, that's what I can't remember about it. You you don't seem to remember anything about that. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, right, yes. yes. So that, 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 <laughs> yeah. You weren't at school. No, no but you obviously, yeah, you no, weren't, in, weren't anywhere where it was a TV yeah. or anything no, happened. I was, play, I was playing hockey in Malaya. No, you weren't. You weren't that. I would be the first. You didn't go the first year. Yes, I did. That was my second year. You were here somewhere. No. Up in Yorkshire, you were on about strengths or whatever. No. When I left school, you joined the. You had to have joined the bank before. No, I you, didn't. I thought. Did you not? No, that's my problem with my retirement. Is yeah. that instead of joining the bank at sixteen, seventeen, yeah. I didn't, because I immediately went in the services at sixteen, seventeen. Oh right, because no, you didn't go until you were eighteen. Yeah. You had no national service until you were eighteen. No, you didn't. You were eighteen. Um, no, you don't have such clear memories of anything no. like that as, as, as I do. But well, you obviously weren't around for the coronation. No. That it was anything remarkable. That's what I'm saying. Is we have you know. But apart from watching it on the on this television at the time, well, I don't remember actually. Well, obviously we didn't have street parties because no. I didn't live in the town. We. No. Yeah, you know, yeah. where, where I live, we didn't have street parties, where I didn't sort of... Yeah, there wasn't a lot of flag-waving and, yeah. you know... Yeah. Yeah. No, regrettably, um, my papers, which would tell us all the full story, have been lost. Yeah. Like newspapers? What do you mean? My, no, my, my... You have a book folder which when you leave sets out when you join the services mm. what who you where you where you've been your ranks etc and the description of you as a soldier in other words bloody useless or <laughs> otherwise <laughs> Well, where did you lose them? I don't remember hearing this story. Well, where did they go? Where'd they go? Well, we left them at home. They got thrown away. Well, I was going to say, we left them at home. Your father probably threw them out. Yes. Because he was not... He was not interested in history. He was not least interested in family. Or history. Anything in in the past. Or anything at all like that. So he probably chucked them. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah.
done. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a good, that's a good yeah. one. Point, yeah. point to stop. Yeah. About 40 minutes. So, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that, I think. Got a few things covered. So, yeah, that's in the stuff now and uh, finish <laughs> that one off. Yes. <laughs>